today's expert process podcast. I'm Christina Faith. My name you? is Tia Dreyer. Hi, everybody. I'm Jezebel Montero. Hello, everyone. My name is uh, Tiffany Yancey. Hello. Mm-hmm. I am Shimmy DeSawyer. Meet the ladies participating in a monthly film panel put on by the Independent Film Association of Philadelphia and my friend Floyd Marshall Jr. Now, every once in a while, I'll come across a gem I want to share with you guys, and this is it. The panel runs a little long, so I've decided to break it into four parts so that you can easily digest it all. The wisdom these ladies have to share is significant. Trust me. Oh, and on a quick side note, I've heard you guys and the expert process teas are coming out soon. They'll be here just in time for spring. And along with a couple of new guest hosts that'll be helping me out and some new sponsors to boot. So sit back, get your notepads out and enjoy the show. Do you know six in 10 businesses will fail within the first five years? First five years. Or 43% of Americans need a side hustle just to make ends meet? Just to make ends meet? Or that it takes 10,000 hours to master any subject? Any subject. Welcome to the Expert Process Podcast, where we cut the time to mastery in half with our seasoned pros. And now, from Atlanta, Georgia, broadcasting worldwide, worldwide. here's your resident expert, Durante Smith. New Year. We are now in 2020. We have just started a new year. We just started a new decade. And I'd like to welcome you to the Roaring 20s. Now, this is the Expert Process Podcast, and I'm your host, Durante Smith. And it's my job to interview some of the most hardworking, highly successful professionals on the planet. This show follows a 12-week online masterclass at theexpertprocess.com, where you'll learn from start to finish what it takes to make it in your industry, as the program is chock full of professional advice, resources, and even industry contacts to help you get to the next level in less than half the time. As you might expect, the masterclass changes from industry to industry every 12 weeks. Now, the podcast is your introduction. The masterclass is the blueprint, and I'm your guide. Now, buckle up and get ready for the ride. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Airbnb. Now, if you're like me, you like to travel in comfort, style, but also economically when you can. And I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not keen on staying in someone else's home. That is, until I discovered Airbnb. My friend. My very first stay was about six years ago in Santa Monica, California. Ironically, during the American film market. I stayed in a beautiful home just 1.26 miles from the beach. And then there was the weekend getaway to Knoxville, which was incredible. Our hosts were top-notch. They made breakfast for us. They made... Um, She actually made lunch, which was, I mean, insane. It was a music festival going on. So there was just great live music. Uh, We had dinner on the uh, river there at one of the local establishments, barbecue joints. And it was just a great experience. Then there was uh, Daytona that we got away for, again, for another short trip. It was about four hours down and back. And uh, Daytona was just, it was incredible. Great food, great weather. The beach was just beautiful. And it was the great time of year to go. So one other thing, 
locally here in Atlanta, we have a ton of just awesome Airbnbs. And then there's the the treehouse here, which I hope to go to very soon and take my daughter to. That's here in Atlanta that you can stay in. And it stays booked out, I think, six months out in advance. So that's one you definitely want to put on your list. Now, I'm a believer in crowd sharing and the disruptor industry. And I love, love, love me some Airbnb. So do yourself a favor and try it out. You can use my promo code to save $55 off your first adventure. Just go to bit.ly forward slash expert process Airbnb. Again, that's bit.ly bit.ly forward slash expert process Airbnb for your getaway or staycation today. And now for part three of our series. Funding. Mm. And I'm going to go down the line. <laughs> and I want to know what it's like going after the funding mm. to make an independent film. Because as an independent, one-time independent filmmaker myself, and now having moved on to other things, I understand the rigors of having to go out and secure funds. So starting with Ms. Sotomayor, what's it like, especially being the new one on the block, trying to get money to make a, a, a film? And especially a documentary because oftentimes when people say documentary, they're not seeing dollar signs. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, documentary, I'm losing money. I'm not, I'm not investing in it. So, so what, what's your process with that? And we'll just go right now. I'm currently in the process of that. Um, but uh, funding for documentaries is actually more uh, diverse and accessible for people of color than so. it is in the like narrative land. Oh, really? Very much so. Um, yeah, yeah. We have like a lot of well, documentary is really like <coughs> liberal and also has just been really wonderful for women of color. There's a lot of different organizations geared towards people of color and women in particular. Like there's Chicken and Egg, mm-hmm. uh, there's Firelight Media. Leeway. Yeah, there's like so many great opportunities for women of color in documentary. And that's honestly like one of the reasons why I think I have like started documentary and why I am, I I guess, like doing well in my career or whatever. But um, I think funding is really difficult, regardless of whether you do documentary or narrative. for every like every filmmaker that I've met in documentary has said that they've like scraped together money. So typically, filmmakers in the beginning invest a lot of their own um, income and their own resources to make a little teaser, like a five minute teaser that they need to apply for a grant. And so when you go into that grant, you need to pretty much have a proposal written, and the proposal has. Um, like a synopsis of the film, a treatment of the film. So it'll kind of give like a rough outline of like what is the visual feel of the film. Um, Usually sometimes a director's statement and uh, like if you have a reel um, and the clip of your film, whatever you have, like the teaser. Um, But being like a young woman of color, trying to apply to those funds is pretty inaccessible. If you don't have a body of work, it's really difficult for funders to trust you and to trust that you'll be able to finish the film. 
So oftentimes you have to have a producer who is established or has at least completed a documentary um, in order to even get your foot in the door. Um, and then also having connections in the field, so having people that will vouch for you or that will reach out to that funder and let them know um, that they pretty much are giving you the seal of approval. That's pretty much some of the ways to get through that. Um, yeah, and then I feel like a lot of uh, documentary filmmakers usually start out or either start out or end with a uh, Kickstarter as like a large chunk of money that they can have either towards the beginning when they're still trying to make that five minute reel to apply for grants or at the end when they need finishing funds and like the thing is with grants is that it's going to take you apply it's going to probably take three to five months in order to actually get that money so typically towards the end if they didn't get the grant that they were applying for they would um, do a Kickstarter to do like the color correction and the sound mixing um, yeah, I think that's about it. Let me know if you have any more questions. <laughs> yeah, so uh, with Five Shorts, we don't have any traditional funding. Um, the project runs off of everyone actually helping each other out. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people that come through with their own equipment and they just want to get involved. And so uh, we technically don't go out and get funding. Um, what I would say about that though, we did try to raise money like to go screen uh, last season in Atlanta and we used like GoFundMe. And one thing I will say is I just wish more of our communities were more active with helping us to do what we love to do, right? Um, we're very supportive of other people who don't look like us. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we'll support that before we support people in our own communities who's telling our stories. Or after yeah. they made it to a certain point, yeah. they'll support I was you. Say celebrities. They yeah. 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 yeah, when you're famous, okay. then yeah. it's a different story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? But when you're starting from the ground mm -hmm. up, you know, it's a, a huge challenge for us to find funding outside of you know trying to get grants or something like that what you need fiscal sponsorship for that mm -hmm. or you have to become a nonprofit yourself and it's like well i don't want to take that route so i'm going to find a, a ep an executive producer well you got to bring more to the table if you're going to an executive producer they have to make sure if they're investing in your project that it's going to make some money and they can at least see something back off of their investment but if you're just starting out it's like I have this dream <laughs> and I want you to put some money to it and you may not get your money back, but at least you help me with my dream. Who, how many people are going to invest in that? You know, so that's why I took the shorts route because I know with making shorts and helping others make shorts that can also lead to some type of funding down the line. Mm -hmm. If you do it right and it looks good. Actually, your film doesn't have to be that great. We just heard <laughs> at a panel that if your artwork is great and your trailer is great, then you can get funding just based off of that. But along with saying that, you do have to know people too. Mm -hmm. I think relationships count a big deal. And it's, you know, in some communities, the money is just there. And, you know, parents can say, here, <laughs> you know, take this 40000 you know, go do something with it. Yeah, and then, nice. I know, right? <laughs> and in other communities, we're like, okay, please, somebody give me $10. <laughs> 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 
That's my community. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like That's your mind too. That's what it said or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would, in my opinion, it's there, but there's, uh, I think there's just levels and there's certain places you have to reach before you get the real funding. But mm-hmm. for myself, if you have friends and you guys all are passionate about doing this, get your cameras together and shoot and just keep shooting right. until you come up with something great exactly. and then put it out there. And mm-hmm. that's my opinion. I don't really look for funding mm-hmm. because I already know mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> fighting to get the $10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the expert process podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. A quick reminder. If you haven't signed up for the free webinar yet, Pause what you're doing, open a new window on your phone or computer, go to theexpertprocess.com and join now. You can thank me later. Now, back to the show. Funding me. I work. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all, like I said, I, I work nine to five by sales and marketing. I My day job, we get our taxes done. What do you do with your taxes? Take that money. Do you, I mean, if no one's going to invest in you until you invest in you. So, I mean, but that's true. But that's the that's nobody is going that. to invest in you, you if you Repeat do that. not, if, if you don't believe in your own project and if you're not out here busting your butt, making, working how many jobs you need to make and taking your tax money instead of going on that trip or buying them shoes or buying that bag, you want your project made, right? Okay. Take that money, find yourself a DP, find yourself somebody, like I said, reach out to people in your network, people who are all, like I said, on Issa Ray said in her video, when she started out, she found people on her, in her level. She didn't go look at these other, she said, okay, you a DP, you got a camera, you an editor, you a sound person, you this, let's just, let's, let's, let's pull our forces together and make this project. And that's how I made my film. I worked. I took my money and invested in my own film. I don't go look for outside. I mean, if it comes later on, fine. But I'm not going to wait on anybody to give me That's anything. Right, right, because right. at the end of the day, I, you know how our, you know, our community is. That you know, People are like, oh, I, you know, that's great. Until once you get on that red carpet, then they're like, oh, yeah, girl. I'm gonna, I you gave want, you that $10. I gave you that $10. Now I'm going to be in a picture with you. My mentality is I don't have time to, um, I mean, funding and all that other stuff that's great, but at the end of the day, I bet on me. And I know with me, I'm going to get out here, I'm going to work, I'm going to hustle, and I'm, I'm going to find the funds for it. And if i got to work two and three jobs, I've got to take my whatever money i got to do. And, and honestly, it's not that difficult if you really pull your, your, your money together. If you find a DP, you say, hey, I want to shoot this skit, I want to shoot this pilot. For a weekend, how much will it be? Oh, it's a thousand dollars. Okay, we can get a thousand dollars if you really wanted it, you know. And then to say, okay, and then it's, I want you to shoot it, edit it, whatever, put it together. Then start submitting it to film festivals. I mean, it's really not that if you can find money to do other things, it's really about prioritizing. Right. Yeah. How much do you believe in your dream and your goal and your vision? How much are you willing to sacrifice? Yeah. If you're not willing to sacrifice for your own dream, who's one of who else is going to sacrifice then? You know, why would they why would they do it? No, for real. Seriously, let's be real. It's like a lot of times we don't want to sacrifice, you know, for ourselves, but we want other people to do it. So once you start people seeing you putting forth the work, 
and your own money and everything else. They're like, okay, you know what? She's serious about her, her hustle. She's serious about making things happen. Let me keep watching her. Let me see what she's doing. Let me, you know, then I'll start, you know, get the ball rolling. Because there's so many people that, that, that talk. They run their mouth. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm gonna do this. But you haven't put forth no effort, no nothing for yourself. So why would anybody else do that for you? So at the end of the day, I'm this person like, I'm going to fund my own projects, you know, and that way I have control over what I produce, what I write, and what gets put out there, my narrative, and that's how I like it. So, Well, I, I agree. At the, for, the, for my first... For the first uh, documentary that I shot, Blondes or Latin 2, um, I just did it on my own. Just, ra- ra- I, you know, I, I worked in the, in, you know, find yourself a job, a non-artistic job that pays a lot of money, and then use that money to invest. I agree with you completely. Initially, because what happens is now I'm writing stuff that need, requires bigger budgets, so now I, I, I'm actively looking for funding, but for other people's money. But initially, you yeah. put your own money and it's what we're talking about. Then people see what you can do because right. you really have to demonstrate. Have to Nobody's really going to give you money if they haven't seen anything right. you've done. Right. So what happened was my, my I, I did the documentary Blondes and Latin 2. People started seeing, okay, she's doing She's putting more, 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 her my money where her mouth is. Mm-hmm. My second, um, I, I did a short called The Basement, Dark Comedy. That was very successful too. Then Casanova was a woman Half of the budget I put in, my own money, which was a lot. I made my own money and put money aside. Didn't go on vacation. Didn't do this. Didn't do that. But And then when people had seen the stuff I had done, I had done readings, guys. Do live readings. Invite people. Charge 10 bucks, 20 bucks, some wine and cheese in a reading. And people will see that you've written something interesting and good. And, and you know, I write a lot of stuff that has a social consciousness. It's, it's commentary, it's critique of society, of sexuality, of the immigrant, of, you know, the immigrant situation. I, it has a social consciousness, my stuff. In my first feature, Casanova was a woman, uh, was about sexuality. It was about, you know, defying stereotypes. And people saw that. So when I did a crowdfunding to get the rest of the money, and I approached some people at the bar I was working at that had money, they loaned me the money. They gave me the money, but I had half of the budget was my money. Mm-hmm. So, so that, and then that got done. Okay, so some people saw a feature, won some awards, blah blah blah. By my by by this next feature that I'm doing, it's a bigger budget. It's three million dollars, but I have people already actually reaching out to me because mm-hmm. I got distribution right. from Casanova was a woman. Mm-hmm. They know about that. I have people reaching out and going, Jezebel, what do you got now? I saw Casanova was a woman. I really liked it. Oh, you did you just shot a? I was hired to produce. Before I got the films, is 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 one of the producers on on. Death of a Fool. Oh, you, oh, this is your third feature. Okay, let me look at it. So now I'm doing a pitch deck for the Latino film market because they reached out to me and they said, let me see your next project. So that's what happened. That yeah. You need to invest in yourself to show what you got. Yeah. Right. Then people will invest in you. Yeah. Right. That's my story. That's how you do funding. Y'all yeah, write this down? <laughs> I'm serious. You got to write this stuff yeah. down. Right. You, you really do. If you're not writing this down, why are you here? Seriously, I mean, this is how you get it done. Oh, and don't do crowdfunding campaigns unless you really, really are diligent because a campaign is a campaign is a campaign. Uh, For Casanova's Woman, we did a crowdfunding campaign real quick. I want to interrupt you for a minute. (laughs) Uh, A a campaign for post-production. And I am telling you, I was on the computer. I had to work every day bartending. And I... I was on the computer for like three or four hours reaching out oh to different God. people, posting social media, blah, 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 and we reached the goal. But it was every day, three times a day, like a real campaign. It's a full-time job. It's a full-time job. That's it. That's what I'm going to say. Write it down. 
so I'm I'm an editor and well I used to be well I'm still an editor but I used to do a lot of media stuff a lot of services so I did services for years um, and when you do services for years you get new equipment and you always have stuff um, and so I became an associate producer and assistant editor for a 16 uh, documentary series project Thank with you. PBS. And so the cool thing, excuse me, bless you. Thank you. Um, so the cool thing was that me and my husband, we have consistently lived, lived below our means. Um, and so we used his check just to pay for our house and our living. And then we used my check to pay for the dream. Um, and so I made like, I made a lot of money. So I made a lot of money in, in about nine months working around the clock for this documentary series. Um, and we knew that we wanted to produce original content. So we literally, we looked at all of our gear and we said, what do we, what don't we have and how can we not ever rent anything for the next four or five years? Um, and so because we have a media company, um, we bought all our gear. So 2016, when I did Single Anxious, the series, the first season, um, it was crazy because we were using brand new gear the first season, bless God. Um, and so I also have this other really amazing gift of teaching people what I know. Um, and so how do I get a DP, editors, and sound? I'm teaching them what I know, so I'm giving them a skill. They're giving me their time. Not because I'm like, oh, I'm going to give you a skill, you can give me my time, but because they really believe in the project. Um, so we've produced in the last two and a half years uh, over nine hours of content that is edited, that is distributed um, based off of what we know. And so each year you'll see the content getting better and better. Um, we've done crowdfunding. Crowdfunding hasn't really helped us, honestly. Um, we haven't ever raised more than $4,000 total. Um, my food bill to feed 60 people over a 10 episode, 20, 25, 30 pages a piece over 21 days is over $4,000. Mm -hmm. um, and that, yeah, but you know, we have people who, who love the project. And so I'm like, which I got on my 20. Um, and so everybody gives $5 per set day and things like that. Or whenever they can, we've gotten sponsors. Um, but for us, we've, I've self-funded, me and my husband have self-funded everything. Um, people give, uh, my, our vacations are not vacations. Our vacations are film festivals. Um, and so um, I think one thing that people don't realize is that in the beginning, you will lose money. Um, totally. You know, people are always like, you know, you will lose money. Right. You are. And so people are like, well, how much can I pay you per day? I pay no one on my staff. Right. No one gets, well, one person gets paid. The guy who makes the score, who's in the UK, he charges me $50 an episode. Um, which even him, when he, he like, I don't even know why I'm doing this, but he's just scoring for me and we get original scoring because the music is one of the biggest yeah, issues. Right. Um, and so um, right now I'm at the point where I finally was able to sit down with an executive and they're going to be like, um, what's your name down at the end? Crystal. Crystal. Um, like Crystal said, you need someone that's going to be your door opener. Mm -hmm. um, and so my my goal now for 2019 is representation. So she's introducing me to managers and agents mm -hmm. that line up yes. with where I'm at in order to get the funding. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. I can I, if I get in a room, I can talk. But some rooms you can't get in. Exactly. Um, and so exactly. a manager or agent will get you in the room that you need to get into in order to secure the funding. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've been you know I've been blessed that ABFF. I'm a sponsor for. Um, I'm not a sponsor. I'm an ambassador for Motion Picture Association at ABFF and some other festivals. But I've been blessed that that's another person, that organization that's willing to open the door for me. And so I'll get into rooms and get into places that I normally wouldn't get into early in order to introduce myself. Um, and so you're going to lose a lot of money in the beginning mm -hmm. if you're not going to invest in sure. you. And if you don't have a team around you, my team it loses a lot of money. Like, you know, we sacrifice summers, we sacrifice um, trips, we sacrifice uh, times that we could be working for someone else. Um, 
And so, already so everyone, money. and so mm -hmm. for example, if I get an actor that's like my day rate is such and such, I'm like, no one is getting paid. Mm -hmm. So if you're if you're interested in a day rate, I can't give you a day rate, but I can give you a banging reel. Um, mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. the trade off for us normally is I, just who's giving you content that looks like ours is kind of like right. it's my goal. How not even exposure because mm -hmm. exposure ain't gonna help you. Mm -hmm. um, but but what can you you do you have the resources in order to move forward? Right. right? Yeah. And so I'm, I, I only come up come and get exposure because people exposure. Is We're not exposure in a bad way. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying just the, yeah. yeah the platform. Yeah. Yeah. Like and so yeah. You can get yeah. You can get that was part three of our four-part A Conversation With series. Stick around for part four next. And a special thank you to you, my listener, for following along with us at the Expert Process Podcast. Please bear with us as we continue to grow and fine-tune the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to reach out with any suggestions, show ideas, or guest referrals. You can email me at smith.durante at gmail.com. Again, that's smith.durante, D-E-R-O-N-T-E at gmail.com. And as always, love, peace, and fish grease. And I'm out. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. For only the best show notes, links, classes, and more, go to theexpertprocess.com or follow us on Facebook at The Expert Process or hit us up on Instagram at The Expert Process. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, subscribe, and share.